what's up y'all it is back l word gen q is back for season two and we're gonna jump right into it because oh my goodness there was so much going on oh my gosh All right, you guys, it is here, L Word, Generation Q, Season 2. Finally, 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 it is here. Pretty excited about it. I know everybody is, really, so let's just jump into it. The episode is titled Late to the Party, and I'm kind of liking how they're going with the titles, very reminiscent of past seasons, you know. I'm feeling the vibe. So we pick up with Sophie, and as you guys remember, we ended with Sophie last season at the airport. We didn't know who she was going to choose. We didn't know if it was going to be Danny, Finley, Finley, Danny. We, we didn't know who she was going to choose. So we pick up this episode with Sophie, and she's walking into this, like, nice, elegant venue. And right off the top, I already knew. I already knew right off the top who she chose, because let's be real. <laughs> like, let's be real. If she had chose Finley, she would have been meeting Finley at, like, I don't know, a Burger King, a bowling alley, something like that. No disrespect to Finley, no shade, but elegance, mm, not yet. She She's not there yet. So Sophie walks into the venue, and like I said, she chooses Danny. And it looks like they're at their rehearsal dinner, which kind of is an issue because Danny doesn't know. She doesn't know that Sophie kind of had a mishap and you know a little slip up and slip with Finley so that's kind of going to be like a lingering issue throughout the whole episode but so they're walking into the rehearsal dinner and to my surprise daddy Nunez is there and I'm kind of like what because he's like talking up Sophie and saying good things about her calling her his daughter and I'm like what in the world because last I checked he did not like Sophie at all. He was not here for it. But I guess he came around. He's proposing the toast. And after he proposes the toast, we go back in time. So we do a flashback. We go 15 hours ahead of time. And we get to meet back up with Shane. Shane still has her dog that she picked up from last season. And she's kind of walking into this, like, sketchy building. She has to go behind a vending machine. I'm kind of like, Shane, what in the world are you getting yourself into? What is this? Because this don't look like Dana's. <laughs> this don't look like Dana's at all. So she walks in, and it's kind of like a poker game. And the poker game is ran by a character named Eddie. And Eddie is played by Lena freaking Waif. Lena freaking Waif is on L Word Generation Q, and I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. I kind of hope that they bring the character back because we'll get to this scene later, but I was kind of feeling the vibe. I'll get to it later, though. So Shane is invited by Eddie, and the reason Shane's invited is because Tess also works for Eddie. So Tess works for Shane and Eddie. So she invites her to the game, and they get to talking. You know, Eddie's kind of like, they call you the, the white Eddie over here. And I'm guessing she's trying to say, like, she's a player or something like that. But we all know Shane doesn't care. Shane doesn't care. Don Dimbo thought the same thing, and we we know how that ended. Her, her lover, Cindy, or whatever the heck her name was, was with Shane by the end of the season. So we know how that go. Nobody cares, especially Shane. So they get to sitting down, talking, playing. You know, Tess is dealing the table, so she's like the dealer of the, of the poker games, I guess. So they get to talking, and, you know, Eddie kind of tells her, like, hey, behave yourself. 
And that's all she says. She doesn't give any context, just behave yourself. And kind of just like, okay. And this, like, you know, pretty lady walks up. And she's like, I guess bringing drinks or asking if they want drinks. And you can see that Shane's kind of looking at her like, oh, okay, okay. We see Shane, you know how she is. She sees something, she like, she gonna make sure she gets it. And Eddie's just like looking like, okay. And she, Shane asks her her name. I forgot the lady's name, but Eddie says the name. And then I was kind of like, okay, that must be Eddie's chick. But she never says anything. So Shane's giving the chick the eye. She walks off and they get to playing the game. And from there, we go to Nat and Alice. And to be honest with y'all, I'm not really feeling their relationship at all. I really hope they bring Tasha back. I just, I don't see any chemistry. So I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling it. So they're like dropping the kids off at the carpool. And this scene, it threw me because it's like out of nowhere, they get on the topic of having a quickie. Like just in the car while they're in the carpool line. I'm like, you're at your kid's school and you about to have a quickie in the back seat? What is wrong with y'all? I like, I didn't get it. But thank God, Gigi like interrupted because I ain't want to see that. I didn't want to see that at all. Gigi interrupts, she gets in the car, starts joking about getting the throuple back together or whatever. Y'all know, Gigi can do no wrong. I freaking love Gigi. She can do no wrong. So we kind of have that little scene, they joke. And then we get over to the reason we are all here. Bet freaking Porter. We get to meet back up with Bet. Bet's in the house. She looks like she's cooking or something. I don't really know what she's doing. She gets a knock on the door. Tina comes in and Bet's asking her where Carrie is. And we're all waiting to meet Carrie. We all know it's Rosie O'Donnell because they kind of released that ahead of time. But we're all ready to meet Carrie and see how they interact. So Carrie walks in. And we already see how this is going to go. Carrie is going to be like the annoying, just the annoyance to bet. Like everything she does, everything she says, it's just going to be, it's just going to disgust bet to the ultimate. And it's just, it's going to be hilarious. And Rosie O'Donnell is genius. I, I personally like Carrie. I like Carrie because Rosie O'Donnell is, is just funny. Everything she says is just hilarious to me. So I'm, I'm here for it. I don't necessarily like Carrie and Tina together because to me they really don't make sense but I'm here for Carrie if they can find a way to keep her and boot her off of the relationship with Tina I'll be here for it that might not be a popular opinion but I'll be here for it so Carrie comes in and she tells Bet that she nicked her mailbox <laughs> and we already know Bet's over her anyway so she's kind of just like really you gonna hit my mailbox she probably thinks she did it on purpose, to be honest. I don't think she did, but I thought it was hilarious. But they're all there for one reason, and that reason is to tell Angie that they're bumping up the wedding. They're going to do it this summer, which I honestly don't think is going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. So Angie comes down. They tell her about it, and Angie kind of looks like, you can tell like something's on her mind. She's kind of like, oh, that's that's cool and stuff like that. They're kind of like, you know, what's the issue? And Angie tells them, like, it's kind of weird that I'm meeting Carrie's family before I meet, like, the other half of my family. And they're all kind of looking like, what? What are you talking about? And she she tells them, you know, she would like to know more about her donor, about her father. And they're kind of just like, mm, no, we don't want that to happen. 
you, we, we told you you have to wait till you're 18, which I'm kind of like, she's 17. Just what, what is, just one more year. Like, what's gonna hurt her? I don't think she's asking to meet the donor. I think she just wants to know things about him. But whatever, they say no. And they get on the subject of doing the the little genealogy test. Carrie brings it up and says how she did it. And we already know that's not gonna fly just because it came out of Carrie's mouth and Beth's not gonna have it. So she tells her no. And I'm really like not understanding why, if they don't want her to meet the donor or don't learn things about the donor, why not let her do the genealogy test? But that's neither here or there. They said no, they said no. So then we move on to Danny and Sophie. Danny's like getting the seating chart together. That scene really wasn't important. The only thing we got out of that that was important is that Micah is supposed to be helping her, but Micah is nowhere to be found because he's supposed to be at the gym. Is he at the gym? Hell no, he ain't at the gym. He is with, well, I don't forgot, what's his name, Jose? He's with Jose. And Jose is still with the husband that he was supposed to not have. He was not supposed to be in a relationship with anybody else but Micah. But to find out, he's still with the husband. He's moved in with the husband. From what I picked up, he's still with the husband. And I was kind of just like, what, what are you doing? why are you with the husband <laughs> so he started telling Micah how like he's given I think he's given the husband another chance or something like that it didn't make sense I was so ready for Micah to leave I was like why are you still dealing with this dude just leave he asked him to come to the wedding and Jose was like no I can't come to the wedding because he's stuck with the freaking husband I was just over it I was like just leave Micah just leave so then we get to Alice and she's at working this TV show and I guess she's like talking to the publisher I don't understand how she went from like the lowest ratings ever they didn't know if the show was gonna come back to her now having like the show is at like at the top and now she's writing a book I didn't get it but I'm here for it because I like Allie so whatever we'll breeze past that so she has a new little assistant and she's talking about how he's horrible and she misses Finley and she says oh, I miss Finley do you miss Finley and we all know Sophie misses Finley but she gonna act like she don't but we all know she do but okay Sophie okay we gonna let you have that one but we know you miss her so after that we get that Alice and Shane we get the little OGs and they're just talking and that goes on the topic of how she thinks she's forever going to be alone because she can't find anybody that fits her criteria. And she was going down the criteria. I'm just like, baby, no. <laughs> no. If you have a criteria, you're probably not going to find somebody unless it's Gigi. Unless it's Gigi. Mm-hmm. Yes, Gigi. I said it. I want to see it. I don't want nobody else. If it's not Tina, I want Gigi. Yep. I sure do. <laughs> So Alice sets that up. She's talking about, Beth's talking about how she's forever going to be alone. And like the light bulb goes off for Alice. And she's kind of like, we got to get rid of Gigi. She freaking cock blocked our little cookie in the carpool, which was insane. So she tries to hook up a little blind date with Gigi and Beth. But Beth doesn't know it's Gigi yet. So she hooks that up. We get over to Beth getting... She's kind of getting, like, a, a job offer from the arts. We already know she's going to get back into the arts. Yada, yada, yada. We going to move on. 
So I missed a very important part that I need to mention. So we're going to go back all the way over to the Alice show with Alice and Sophie where the writings are magically better. (laughs) I know I said I was going to breeze past it, but I just got to say it again. The writings are magically better. And like I said, Alice, she is hating, hating the new assistant she got. So she has the idea to call Finley and ask Finley to come back. And she tells Sophie this. And this is Sophie's reaction. Uh, no, 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 no. You gotta tell her she can't come back. She can't come back. Sophie! No! No, baby. You just can't do that. You're gonna have to face your problems and you're gonna have to tell Danny because she thought she was just gonna marry sis and nobody was gonna know. No. This is L word GenQ, baby. It's drama. She's gonna come back and say something. Somehow, the shit is gonna hit the fan and we gonna know. So... With that being said, Sophie and Alice talks. <laughs> Sophie ends up telling her that they had sex in the green room on the chair. And I'm like, Alice is your boss. You shouldn't really be telling her that. Because it's like, ain't that a fireable offense? But whatever. It's still with GQ. We're going we gonna to move past it. So then we go back to where we started, which was the rehearsal dinner. And we see Sophie walking in. And this time we kind of get it from her point of view. And we see that she's like panicking inside. She's having a panic attack because she wants to tell Danny. Alice told her not to tell Danny. But she was like, no, I got to tell her. I got to tell her. So now she's thinking, she has the mindset, okay, I have to tell her. I'm going to tell her. But we see her walking in and she's kind of like having a freaking panic attack. And as she's walking in, she sees Danny and she's walking in to do the toast with Daddy Nunez. And as they're walking, Micah wants to have morals and be like, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. And he's standing with Maribel. So after the toast, Sophie goes to talk to Micah. And we find out that Maribel told Micah that I guess that they, that Sophie and Finley hooked up. I thought the sister only knew that they, that they kissed, but I guess that she knows now that they hooked up. And I'm thinking like, girl, why are you telling all of your sister's business? But whatever. Okay. We know not to tell Maribel anything. We know not to tell her not one dang secret from here on out. No more secrets for Maribel. No loyalty. Just no loyalty. So, Micah's trying to tell her, like, you know cheating is a deal breaker for Danny. You gotta tell her. You gotta tell her. And, you know, Sophie's like, I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna tell her. And at this point, I really believe she's gonna tell her. I'm like, it's gotta hit the fan at some point. We know she's gonna find out. She has to. So, I'm like, okay. She's gonna tell her at the rehearsal dinner. How's this gonna go? So, Danny walks up as she's telling Micah, like, I'm gonna tell her. And Danny's like, what are you gonna tell me? What are you gonna tell me? And she doesn't end up telling him, you guys. So Danny still doesn't know at this point. So they go on. They have like a little bachelorette party for themselves. And she still doesn't tell her. And we're like, girl, just tell her. Get it out the way. Just get it out the way. As they're at the little bachelorette party, they get to talking. Sophie tells her about the 
job promotion that Alice has offered her. She offered her like the senior, the senior producer on the show. Sophie doesn't know she wants to take it because they want to start a family. Her and Danny want to start a family. Danny tells her something that we already knew. We already knew this, but she tells her that she had a crush on Vic. And I think Sophie really wanted to, she asked her, whoa, was it just a crush? And I really think Sophie wanted her to say it was more so she can be like, okay, that's, that's kind of funny because I kind of slept with somebody too. But Danny wasn't playing that. Danny told her, nah, I would never. A crush is a crush, baby. I'm not cheating. That's a deal breaker. We would be over. And that kind of like pushes Sophie back because it looked like she, Sophie really did want to tell her, but no time was right because Danny kept reminding her like, no. No, you cheat, it's over. I cheat, it's over. We're not working. So that doesn't work out. We get over to Bet. She's getting ready for a blind date. We see Angie sitting at the table. She went and got the genealogy test, even though Bet and Tina told her no. She got it anyway. So she asks her again, you know, can I can I, you know, learn about my donor? Bet says no. We really want you to wait till you're 18. Then she doubles down with the no and telling her she can't do the genealogy test. She doesn't know that Angie already has it, but we know she does. And I, I believe she's going to do it anyway, even though Bet told her not to. So we get over to the blind date. Bet's sitting there and she's so, she looks nervous or she really doesn't want to be there. And she thinks this one chick is the date and it's not. So she, she's even getting more nervous. And then out of nowhere, Gigi comes up and Bet didn't look like... She didn't look happy at all. I was like, Bet is Gigi. I need you to spruce up, get excited, get happy. Like, who wouldn't be happy if Gigi showed up and was on a blind date with them? I was like, girl, come on. Like, come on. And they're sitting down, and Gigi's just being Gigi. Her personality is big, so she's talking, doing all this. And Bet's like, yeah, I'm not really here for this. Let's just eat the scallops or whatever the heck. Gigi offered and let me go home so they're talking and then out of nowhere Tina and Carrie pop up in this restaurant out of all the restaurants in LA they pop up at the same restaurant that Gigi and Betty's at so they come up they have a little small talk and you know Bet's just like oh my gosh I can't believe this trying to hide and you know Gigi's taking taking charge and she's like yo I heard a lot about you Carrie and Carrie's you know throwing it back like hmm what was she said or something like that she said something salah and then you know Gigi said something about the scallops and and Carrie said she has a texture issue or something like that and I'm like what you trying to say Carrie you got a texture issue hmm but I'm gonna leave that at that I ain't gonna say nothing dirty but you got a texture issue with some scallops and Gigi hit her with the line Oh, well, just save it for the grown-ups then, huh? And Carrie looked a little offended, like, what? What you mean by that? And Bet lit up at that moment. Bet was so freaking happy and excited. So Tina and Carrie go to sit down, and Carrie's still thinking on the adults line that Gigi threw at her, like, what does she mean about the adults? And Bet is just excited, and she was like, I would tell you I love you, but I don't know you. And I'm like, girl, tell her anyway. It's freaking Gigi. Just tell her you love her. Just tell her you love her, get married, and y'all go have a good life. And leave Tina and Carrie to just, just fail on their own. Just leave them alone. <laughs> so Carrie and Tina are talking. Tina, she she looks back, kind of like, do you think Bet's okay? 
and we all know deep down I really feel like Tina still has feeling for bit but she's just gonna play it off and try to move on I think she really wants to move on but we'll see how this season goes I think they're gonna end up back together I don't know I'm a tea better I think it's gonna happen at some point but we'll see if it happens we'll see so they get to talking and Carrie's telling her like no she's not okay like she's still in love with you which we all know and Tina gonna sit there and act like she doesn't know she's gonna say what no she's not and Carrie's like, yeah, she's sitting over there with that beautiful woman. And she keeps looking over here, which Bet was. She was doing too much. She was not paying Gigi no mind until after Gigi threw, her that, threw Carrie that line. She was just kept looking back, kept looking back. I was like, Bet, stop looking thirsty, baby. Stop. It's not cute. Like, Tina wants to be with Carrie? Let her then. You got Gigi right in front of you. We are trying to get this to work. Bet and Gigi, please, Bet, just pay attention. <laughs> so they're talking and she tells her that you know I think Bet's still in love with you Tina's like no even though deep down she know it cause she knows she in love with Bet too but we gonna leave that alone and Gigi is seeing that Tina that uh not Tina but Bet is looking back and forth trying to see if Tina is looking over at them and you know she's kind of like asking her like does it hurt to see them together you know, Bet's reluctant to answer, and Gigi starts telling her about how it was to see Matt and Alice together, and then she, you know, Bet opens up and tells her, and Gigi, I guess, kind of felt for her, and it was like, you know what, come here, and she wanted to make them jealous and play into it, so Gigi and Bet freaking kissed. I gotta get a scene, like, I have to get a love scene between Gigi and Bet, like, I gotta get it. I really want them to work, like, this is the relationship I want. If I can't have Tina and Bet. I needs me some Tina and G. I'm not Tina. I need me some Bet and Gigi. Bet and Gigi for sure. That's what I'm. That's what I'm rooting for this season. That's what all I want to see. So they kiss. Bet is like, I think Bet kind of feels it after a while. She was like, "We really gonna do this?" And Gigi was like, "Yeah, girl, come here. We're gonna do it." And they kiss. And Bet's like, "Okay, I'm feeling you, Gigi. I see what you're doing." So we move to the finale. Let's just get to the meat and potatoes. We get to the end. We have not seen Finley at all this whole episode. We get to the end. They're at the wedding. And, you know, everybody's talking. Alice and Nat want to know, how did the, you know, how did the little, the date go? And they're trying to, you know, get information. And Ben is just like, no, it was good. You know, it was all right. But then it got great when Tina and Tina and Carrie showed up. And they was like, ew, what? And they're like, yeah, Tina and Carrie showed up. And Gigi was just great. And Nat was like, yeah, she's good in crisis. She only got to throw something in from their past relationship. Like, yeah, she's good at this. She's good at that. So, you know, they asked him, did anything happen? Did y'all sleep together? Did anything like that happen? And Bet was like, we kissed. And they were all, like, flabbergasting and shocked. I was like, ain't this what y'all wanted? What y'all do a blind day for if you didn't want them to get together? And she was, Alice was like, so now we got something in common. It's kind of like y'all been having something in common. It's been awkward if that was the point. Because didn't Bet and Alice hook up at an opera? And then she got with Tina? Like, everybody has slept with everybody at this point. So I don't understand why it was so awkward for them. But, okay, we're going to move past that. So, Alice goes out to talk to Sophie. Sophie tells him, well, tells Alice that she didn't tell... Danny which Alice was like yeah 
because that's what Alice told her to do. Alice told her not to tell her. And she was so like, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell her. But we all know she didn't end up telling her. So now they're getting ready to get married. They walk down the aisle. We have Mirabelle and Sophie. Sophie was looking good in her red suit. I was feeling it because red's my favorite color. Then we get Micah coming down to be on Danny's side. And then Danny walks down looking gorgeous as always. And then as they're getting ready to like start the ceremony, just out of nowhere. comes in and says I might need a ride home to Tess like girl where where is home to you because home when you was in LA was with Sophie Danny and Micah and I know dang well you don't think you about to go back home with them after you crash the wedding like where is home where do you think you're going where And that is how the episode ends with Finley coming in, crashing the wedding. Like, I just feel so bad for Danny. Like, that's just, that's so humiliating and and embarrassing. You have your friends, family, just all your peers. One, you got the daddy who's acting all nice, but deep down, he know damn well. He know dang well. He is not here for freaking Sophie and Danny getting married. So now this is about to be ammunition for him. So you have that. And then you find out, like, the love of your life, the person you're about to be married to, cheated on you. She didn't just cheat on you. She cheated on you with a mutual friend. I'm going to be honest. If Danny don't beat her ass. (laughs) If Danny... Don't put hands on Finley. She is not a real one. Because that is hecka embarrassing. Like, how are you just going to crash my wedding? Like, no regard. Like, she Finley is not classy at all. She could have waited. She could have just sat and watched and waited. But no, she's going to walk up, stop the whole ceremony, and be like, Sophie, I love you. I think you love me too. Like, What? Like, I just feel so bad for Danny. I really want to see what happens in episode two. So, yeah, you guys. It was a good little first episode. 
I'll be back. We'll see what happens on episode two. Like I said, somebody got to put hands on Femi because it's just, that's just, it's all disrespectful and just so wrong. And poor Danny and Sophie just, Sophie's wrong. But Micah's wrong too, if we want to be honest. Because once Micah saw that their wedding was still going, he really should have told Danny something. Because aren't they supposed to be friends? Aren't they? But okay, whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it go. Y'all take it easy.